Hello friends, welcome to Master Connect. I am Dr. Neera Singh and I welcome you to the world of homeopathy. Today we are going to read from the book Homeopathic Psychology, Personality Profiles of the Major Constitutional Remedies by Dr. Philip M. Belly. Philip Belly is trained as a medical doctor at Westminster Hospital Medical School. He studied homeopathy at the Royal London Homeopathic Home- Hospital and with Greek homeopath George Withalcos. He spent 3 months as Isalan Institute studying Jasal therapy and has had personal experience of Jungian primal and breathwork therapies. Dr. Belly works in Perth, Australia as a medical doctor and homeopath and lectures frequently on homeopathy. So today what we are going to read is from the introduction part of the book and it is hints on taking the mental history and analyzing it. So uh, because it's a lengthy topic we are going to divide it into two parts and uh, whatever we cover today we will be covering the remaining part in our next episode. So let's start. So what Dr. Belle says that uh, every homeopath has his or her own style when it comes to case taking and no style is inherently right or wrong. However, The following hints may help the student homeopath to avoid common mistake in taking and analyzing the mental history mistakes which often lead to the wrong remedy being prescribed. I'll also describe some techniques which I have found useful for eliciting information from the patient which is not immediately obvious or forthcoming. Information which is sometimes vital in identifying the similimum. Let us begin by examining what information can be gained from the first impression of the patient as they walk in and sit down. As always, first impressions can be misleading, but with experience, the discerning homeopath can gather much useful information from the first few moments of the interviews, which can then be analyzed in the context of subsequent history. Obviously, the appearance of the patient can say a great deal a thin delicate women with black hair is not likely to need calcarea carb although the homeopath must be flexible enough to realize that exceptions always exist the degree of caution or enthusiasm with which the patient greets you should be noted the following remedy types are likely to greet the homeopath with some degree of caution fear or reserve like uh, what he mentions is arsenicum aurum barita china the kalis the natrums nux silica and thuja nux is not usually reserved but is often suspicious of unorthodox practices such as homeopathy the types likely to greet the homeopath with enthusiasm even on the first consultation are argentum causticum ignatia lycosis medorinum mercurius phosphorus sulfur and natrum use sometimes the more extrovert natrums can put the homeopath on the wrong track with their enthusiasm which may hide misgivings about putting themselves in a vulnerable position those patients who come in visibly irritated by being kept waiting for 10 minutes are likely to be arsenicum natrum muriaticum mercurius or nux and believe friends you will find not most but few of them doing so they are irritated when they are made to wait 
and next what dr belly says is observe the position that the patient adopts on sitting down a patient who sits as far back as they can or who chooses a chair more distant than the one meant for them is likely to be one of the cautious types listed above similarly someone who leans forward in the chair or even moves it forwards probably belongs to one of the enthusiastic type especially phosphorus dr belly obviously has uh, i mean uh, it seems that he has uh, been following dr vithal kaus whatever he is mentioning it gives a glimpse that he is influenced by him next what he says is the clothes that the patient is wearing may provide much relevant information a flamboyantly dressed patient is likely to need argentum medorinum phosphorus or sulfur certain types are more likely to wear black particularly ignatia natremure and sepia the emotional types like phosphorus pulsatile and graphitis often wear pink at least the females slovenly dirty or untidy dress sense favors brighter mercurius and sulfur the women who wears a rather manly suit is probably ignatia natremure or nux when we read about this when uh, i was uh, studying homeopathy when i was a student then i used to think that how uh, we are going to have this as practically implicated in the practice but you know when we start practicing many of our uh, you fellow homeopaths would agree that when we start practicing you are obviously uh, you are getting all kind of these patients you know and one tries to presume that this is this personality and this is this personality so says though this is something we get prejudiced or biased but still uh, it's like something uh, like a, a patient is like a book and uh, this is the whatever we have just uh, read this is something that it shows us that uh, whatever the patient has started it is the front cover of the book no doubt when we are going to turn the pages we are going to explore further and the remedies may change but this is the first glimpse that has a powerful impact and sometimes this first glimpse carries so much profound symptoms or analysis <clears throat> if a homeopath is very observant or has studied keenly okay and uh, let's resume our studies so uh, next dr belly says look for the formal bolt upright posture of orum the kalis <clears throat> and some natrams it will probably make you feel a bit tense of yourself during the taking of the physical case history observe the degree of detail with which the patient describes his or her symptoms the following uh, types are likely to be objective and precise in their descriptions uh, what he mentions is name of arsenicum orum causticum the kalis lecesis lycopodium medorinum mercurius the natrums nux silica sulfur and tuberculinum look for the clearly hypochondriacal concern with which some members of the following types describe their symptoms and uh, what he mentions under hypochondriacal remedies is arsenicum calcarea the kalis phosphorus and natremure 
Ignatia tends to dramatize whatever she says and hence is likely to exaggerate as a sulfur and phosphorus if the physical history touches upon sexuality look out for the reluctance of thuja and some natrums to discuss the subject and if reluctance is found consider exploring it further during the mental history by the time one reaches the mental's history one should already have some feeling for the personality of the patient even if it is just a vague sense that one cannot identify clearly often there is a sense of liking or disliking the patient and this can be useful since each homeopath will learn with time which types tend to attract or repel him or her when taking the mental's history i recommend asking patients to talk about themselves first before asking them specific questions wow that's great a good hint to start a case their initial few words often go straight to the point re- reducing the possibilities to just a few remedies for example the patient may begin with well i am really quite a reserved person or i am a very nervous person negative traits are usually more reliable than positive ones common positive remarks like i like people or uh, i am sociable are virtually worthless since they apply to so many types even the more reserved ones who have often learned to compensate having said that patients who initially reply i am creative <clears throat> are usually natremure sulfur or nux constitutionally if the patient's first remark are a denial of negative trait which has not been brought up by the homeopath one should suspect the opposite of what the patient sh- says when asked about relationship in general one rather proud lekesis men said i am not a jealous type telling me immediately that jealousy was an issue for him this was confirmed on further questioning if you suspect that the patient is not being entirely accurate further detailed questioning often helps to clarify whether or not your suspicion is correct never take the patient's word at face value this is the surest way to the wrong prescription once the patient has exhausted his or her self discipline oh sorry self description it is time for the specific questioning this should continue until the simulimum is clear can you hear the rustle of the paper dears yeah it is after this further questions tend to obscure the issue at least for myself he says since you may not be able to see the wood for the trees he says further i find that a useful initial question is what would you like to change about your personality this often gets to the heart of the weaknesses that are so useful in identifying the remedy very powerful question right If the patient cannot think of a single thing that they would like to change they are either perfect or they belong to no belong to one of the proud types which include arsenicum lacessis lycopodium nux platina sulfur and sometimes natrum and tuberculinum if the patient's main concern is lack of self confidence one should think of alumina argentum Barita, China, Graphitis, Lycopodium, Pulsatilla, Sepia, Silica and the Natrums. Ask the patient in which situations they feel this lack of confidence. If they reply in groups of people, 
the natrums are particularly likely if the answer is all the time think of baryta lycopodium argentum and alumina shyness on first meeting people which soon disappears is typical of pulsatile and silica whereas shyness which remains is more characteristic of baryta and china silica and china anticipatory anxiety the dread of failure before an important event that uh, important event that i lost the link mm, right before an important event that demands something of the patient is most often seen in argentum lycopodium and silica these three are very different personalities and should be relatively easy to distinguish if worrying is the patient's main complaint ask what the worries are about if the reply is everything think of alumina calcarea lycopodium the kali's natrum carb phosphorus and sepia the patient whose worries center around work is especially likely to be lycopodium worries about health that are not realistic are found in the hypochondriacal types listed previously and less common in lacases lycopodium and natrums the patient who worries excessively about the health and welfare of relatives is often calcarea natrum or phosphorus financial worries are common but if they are clearly unrealistic think of arsenicum i always ask about the patient's fear and phobias many lycopodium patients reports report of fear that their lives will amount to nothing natrumur fears situations in which they do not feel in control such as flying in an aeroplane or a blind date claustrophobia is most commonly seen in natrums but also in argentum and stramonium lacases is a kind of claustrophobia which occurs when the air supply is poor or when the mouth and nostrils are partially obstructed such as in operating theater when a mask is put over the face midorinum often has a fear of going insane and and so does has stramonium paranoid fears can be subtle but are very useful when spotted an example is a tendency by the patient to assume that people are talking about them or laughing at them on frequent equations another common paranoid symptom is the fear on seeing a policeman that they will be arrested paranoid fears are most often seen in anacardium argentum arsenicum china hyoceamus lacases mercurius natrum stramonium veratrum and thuja most people of are afraid of snakes but if the sight of a snake on the television makes a patient's heart pound this suggests that the patient is most probably needing lacases or natrumure fear of the dark is commonly seen in baryta carb graphitis midorinum phosphorus pulsatilla stramonium and sometimes in natrumure and arsenicum fear of death is most often seen in arsenicum and manifests as a reluctance to even think about the subject or else as an intruding fearful thought it is also common am- amongst natrums an excessive fear of catching a contagious disease is seen in arsenicum calcarea and sifilinum fear that a loved one will die is specially common in ignatia and natrumure and these remedies also have a strong fear of abandonment 
so uh, rest we conclude today and rest of the topic will be finishing in the next episode but while reading this these all fears especially uh, i recall that i have been using few of them very very satisfactorily brilliantly in cure of people who uh, who have fear of the current pandemic situation as you all are aware that we the world is facing a pandemic for uh, covid-19 currently since last one more than one year but uh, in my practice i have uh, i have seen that people have uh, i uh, they have they are suffering from fear for, for this current current situation and they are in like they are in such a i mean pathetic condition that sometimes it was like i used to worry how i used to worry about the patient how he or she is going to continue or i mean continue with the day tomorrow in such a pathetic condition the patient used to come but the homeopathy works wonder friends it has given me such cures that i was actually astonished in uh, in my early years but now i am accustomed to it i know that people people will be cured for these serious conditions one may think that what about serious what uh, what serious about fears but one who is undergoing this condition this condition of fear is uh, he he or she and the family members family and friends only get to know what the real problem is so with this i conclude today's episode and i wish you all the health good health and take care till we meet in the next episode okay thank you bye bye